Hello and welcome to Gotta Classify Em All, a new podcast where childhood memories meet science. Each episode, we will talk about a Pokemon and the science that may have inspired it. In this episode, we discuss the fifth Pokemon, Charmeleon. I am your Pokemon trainer in training, Margaret Hanslick Burton, and joining me as always is your 2000 regional Pokemon tournament winner, Camden Hanslick Burton. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the show. show. So before we start, you might be wondering, hold on, where is episode two? Where's episode four? There must be something wrong because my podcast feed only shows episodes one and three. No, <laughs> you didn't miss them. <laughs> um, but they are just exclusively for our Patreon supporters. Oh, yes. Our beautiful, gorgeous, breathtaking, stunning, stunning. beautiful beautiful patreon supporters of which we have a new supporter for this episode justin Justin. we really appreciate you joining the fold of pokemon trainers we should think of a name for our patreon supporters we are they are called pokemon trainers the people who train them and use them that's true our trainers yes justin thank you so much for your support and thank you so much to all of our patreon supporters we really really appreciate you because we work hard on gotta classify them all which is this podcast and our other podcast don't pee on your leg and other scientific misconceptions so we appreciate you supporting us if you do that already or We appreciate you starting to support us on Patreon, where you can earn access to bonus content. What bonus content, you might wonder. I am. Oh, great. Because every other week, we create episodes of Gotta Classify Them All. That's where those uh, sneaky episodes two and four are. Those those Um, odd episodes, or those even episodes. Yeah, you're listening to a public episode right now, which we release once a month. But the odd-numbered episodes are on, like like this one on our public feed on Apple, Spotify, Google, or wherever, um are just half of what you could get you can get access to the even numbered episodes by becoming a fan of the show and a supporter of us on patreon so again you can join us and support us and gain access to that sweet beautiful stunning gorgeous bonus content at patreon.com slash don't pee on your leg now Now on to the show. show thanks justin all right camden so who are we working with this week what pokemon is it Pokemon number five, Charmeleon. Charmeleon. All right. Tell me about Charmeleon. Well, let's take a look at it. Are you ready? Can I guess? Yeah. So Charmander was Uh a little baby dragon with a little flame at the end of their tail. So I'm guessing this is like a teenage uh, Charmeleon, like maybe has, has... more spikes i feel like that was true of bulbasaur kind of developed more pokey scales as it evolved what so why do you say teenage because i feel like the third one's always the one that's like mega megasaur or do you remember the adult do you remember the last evolution of charmander oh of charmander yeah charizard yeah. Yeah. So this is the second evolution. Okay. okay. Charmeleon. Yeah. So that's what I, think I thought it's the maybe teen. I didn't know if you remember. So you're okay. So you're thinking yeah. a, a teenage Charmander. Okay. Should I take a peek? 
Yes. Okay, I'm going to scroll down. Oh, yeah. That's pretty much a Teenage Charmander. Yeah. Honestly, Teenage Charmander is a great description of this. So for our listeners, um, I think that this one has developed fewer or more toes because I think there's so there's they have three fingers three claws on their hands and three on their feet I think Charmeleon had an had a different number hold on Charmander sorry Charmeleon has uh it looks like Charmander I thought had odd yeah it looks like um Charmander lost a dew claw yeah and now has three (laughs) So it didn't have claws before. They look like little digits. Mm-hmm, that's right. But yeah, these are claws. Full on claws. These are claws. And Charmander was a smooth, little had a little baby belly kind yeah. of guy, and looked and really this, happy most of the time. And this, this guy, he's angsty. He's a teenager. Yeah, and now uh, Charmeleon has this kind of protrusion from the back of their head. Um. That's really interesting. And that flame at the end of their tail is much larger now. Much larger. Getting serious. Uh, they're angsty. They're rock. They got rocky edges to them. <laughs> I can't see any acne, but, Mm-mm. you know, maybe. Um, yeah. Charmeleon. Uh, so remember Char was like for burn. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, million I looked up. Uh, mean. It doesn't really mean. Anything. Any Well, so. Chameleon. Chameleon. Mm-hmm. Comes from the etymology of Kamel, which is Kamel Nanjiani, which is Greek, yep, oh. and Kamel, yeah, Nanjiani, which means on the ground, and Leon is lion, lion. Oh. so ground lion is what a chameleon, which is a great name for a chameleon. That's great. I think oversells how intimidating <laughs> chameleons are. Hey, if you're a a bug that they're after, they are intimidating. That's true. That's true. The speed um, of their tongues don't is- give. Hey, don't give away what we might be uh, okay, okay. putting down. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so what, but Char is burn mm-hmm. and million is sort of, they cut off one of the root words. So it's a burn lion. Okay. <laughs> so, which, you know. All right. I give it to him. Sure. Uh, so surprise, they are still fire type Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would you clock this guy's if they were stealing a pack of cigarettes from your Seven <laughs> Eleven and you saw him walking out the door? Lighting the cigarettes on their tail. Yeah. As they oh, went. It's so cool. Wearing a little leather jacket. Ugh. What would you say they walked by the door at that little height? Thingy? Oh, yeah. Four feet tall. Four feet, Oof. three inches. You would not be a great witness. No. They're, they're easily three foot seven. Okay. Can That's you tell? so specific. Yeah, it is. I, okay. All right. um, but uh-huh. they are the exact same weight as another little lion we love. Satchel. Satchel. Our dog. Satchel. They're 42 pounds. 42 pounds Aww. on the dot. If you were to pick up a chameleon, a charmeleon in the wild. It would, would feel wait. just like picking up Satchel. If you've had the joy. <laughs> okay. All um, right. Huh. A little more dangerous. Partic- well, no. Satchel. I how tall she, she is. She gets you with her teeth. Uh-huh. Probably not three foot. I'm going to measure her after this. Okay. okay. That would be half my height. And that seems an uh, overestimation. My measuring tape. Is that the ready? Nice. That was actually really good. Uh, so their strengths, clearly they're good against bugs. What? Bug type. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, From that chameleon, perhaps. I guess. Um, right. And, you know, weak against, well, what would you guess? Water again. Water. Good against. 
leave leaf type plant type grass yeah yeah okay yeah. okay plants grass ice type yeah um <laughs> bad against rock type bad against i guess if you crumble type. up a rock you put out a fire mm, i don't all right all right okay i'll accept that okay. in this so universe. anyway yeah okay those are the those are the strengths and weaknesses mm-hmm. of our little charmeleon, charmeleon. Uh-huh. um So evolution stages we went over, they are the second stage from Charmander Mm -hmm. and their final stage, which Charizard, Charizard, a big, I I would say a very popular, I need to look into see if there's like a, um, I'm going to go to Sporkle and find out what are the most commonly remembered Pokemon. That's what I'm going to do. Okay. Um, I'll measure Satchel. I feel like Charizard is up there. I remember Charizard. And as we know, if you've listened to past episodes, I did not play watch play on the game boy watch pokemon yeah so so yeah become a supporter quick um the next two weeks so you can get access to the episode on charizard which will not be publicly available Mm, 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 mm. Um, but justin you can have it yeah justin welcome welcome yeah welcome to the ranks uh (laughs) ready for the pokedex entry yes please charmeleon when it swings its burning tail, it elevates the temperature to unbearably high levels. Mm. Tough fights could excite this Pokemon. When excited, it might blow out bluish white flames. Oh. Okay. So it does breathe fire. It's not just ah. on its tail. Getting a little, you know, okay, the kind of like a like an angry Harry Potter starts making glass explode i don't yes. know what he did when he was a teen yes so angry mostly made bad decisions angry charmillion yeah blow out a little fire okay okay um, white. all right fighting moves as you may remember uh we all remember them easily let's run through them uh growl growl was one <laughs> Yeah, uh, <laughs> Ember is another. Mm, mm-hmm, Leer mm-hmm. is a great one. I forgot about Leer. Where they? I mean, can you guess what Leer is? Stare. At yeah, you? and then they're intimidated, <laughs> and you might not be able to do your next move. Okay. Um. Yeah, and they had flamethrower and fire spin. Okay. All at, right. At the top, top of the moves. Great. So you know, don't get don't get caught off guard with by a fire spin. <laughs> They always told me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's our little Charmeleon. Great. All right. What a cutie. What a what a very serious, serious Angsty. cutie. Yeah, sorry. Don't call him cute. He would hate sorry. that. Sorry. Very not cute. intense, strong, what strong. What a strong young man. What a strong young person. And then he pinches his cheek. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm an adult. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, well, it's now time that we've gotten, since we've gotten a little background on Charmeleon, to do some research and find out what sciency origins Charmeleon may have. Of course, we don't know for sure what was in the heads of these creators, but we're going to do our best well, to we find can take some... very accurate guesses. Yes, extremely accurate. So we are going to have 20 minutes to do some research find some uh, science-related things in the real world that resembles this Pokemon in some way. Welcome back, everyone. Camden, how was your research session? Great. Great? Were you trying to think of a pun? pun Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's see who goes first. We've got the wheel of names up. Official sponsor of the show. Well, no. Unofficially. No. 
Unofficial official. Uh-oh. It's me. The dreaded Margaret first. All right. So first, I want to report very exciting stuff. In the break, I did measure Satchel. There was real science going on behind the scenes. Just like Charmeleon, she is three foot seven inches from the tip of her toes if she were standing to On her feet, her to her head. head. So three she's... foot seven, 42 pounds, just like Charmeleon. She is exactly Charmeleon's weight and height at this point. Although like Charmeleon, I think will probably grow into her Charizard form. <laughs> Soon enough, she will be Charizard sized. I just couldn't believe that she is exactly yeah. Charmeleon. Three foot seven. It was pretty wild. Our Charmeleon is uh, napping on her bed behind us at the moment. All right. So I chose this opportunity to investigate flames and specifically what color or what what each color of flame represents. My sources were several. University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign Department of Physics, an article for Sciencing by Kevin Beck, Chris Woodford's article for Explain That Stuff, a University of Washington piece about melting temperatures of metals, and the engineering toolbox. So flames came in where does Charmeleon have flames again? Tail. And? Tail. Nope. Oh, what so I guess when say. they're really <laughs> excited, they blow bluish white flames out their mouth. That's right. So reddish, orangish, yellowish flames out of their tail. And the Pokedex reports that sometimes, like Camden said, Charmeleon can produce bluish white flames. So I was thinking about bluish white flames. You know, when you burn wood or light a match, you don't see a completely blue flame, do you? Not the matches I'm burning. No, no. You can, however, see blue flame in your house sometimes. Where you? Where might you see that, Camden? Not our house, but... Uh, I a lot see of it on your gas, um, yeah. your parents' gas uh, stove. Yes, yes. So you can get blue flame with natural gas, which some of you also may have seen when you turn on the stove. Other gases like protane and butane also burn blue. That's not an exhaustive list of things that burn blue, but those are just a couple common examples. Got it. The only ones. The No, 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 no. And then what color would you say like campfires are? Usually oh, a, a solid red. Huh. Just you sure? Pure red. You sure? Yes. No. Uh, campfires are usually kind of orange, yellow, red, because of red. a couple things in the wood. One of them is sodium. Sodium in the wood oh. usually creates a yellow, orangish hue. So from my one semester of teaching uh-huh. emergency chemistry to high schoolers. <laughs> I did have to do that famous experiment of like the different metals mm-hmm. where you like burn different metals and they, that tells you what color or the color of the flame tells you what metal is in it. So right. that's cool. I didn't think about that with uh, wood. Yeah. It has different, different materials in it. And then sometimes you will see blue in a campfire too, not pure blue again, but sometimes on the edges because of the hydrogen and carbon in the wood and the kindling um, that you, that you have. Makes sense. So suffice it to say, the temperature of a flame and the material being ignited both contribute to the color of a flame or a fire. And in fact, if you've looked at a candle closely, don't look too closely. You'll get hot. But 
you'll see that that one candle flame or that one match flame can have many colors, does have many colors. Yeah, I feel like it's always drawn where it's like it gets lighter or starts with like a light coloring and then it gets like redder as you go to the outside of the flame. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. At least if I were to go off of my six-year-old paintings of fire. Yes, yes. And then once you reach the very outer edges, you often see a bluish white. Oh, on the outer edges? Uh -huh, the see, very, that very was a misconception edges. I had. Mm -hmm. I always thought it was in the middle. Mm -hmm. I always heard uh -huh. the hottest part was in the middle. Had you not heard that before? Oh, no, I had. Oh, okay. I had. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And in fact, I'm, yeah, I'm getting to that. Oh, okay. So the bluish... This is quickly becoming don't pee on your legs. Yeah, I know. The bluish, whitish area that's kind of at the bottom or the outside of the flame can reach temperatures of up to 2,550 degrees Fahrenheit or 1,500 degrees Celsius. That'll do it. And that's the hottest part of the flame. That like feels you were hot. That's very, hot. very hot. And then the brightest part of the flame, the yellowish part in the center, reaches about 2,190 degrees Fahrenheit, 1,200 degrees Celsius. So... Not as hot. Still still hot. Don't not, get me wrong. Not as hot. Not as hot. Oh, warm. And then the orangey red part sort of in between those two can reach temperatures of around 1,470 degrees Fahrenheit or 800 degrees Celsius. Still warm. Still very warm. So I kind of thought in my head if I could take apart the parts of the flame and put them in those two different places on Charmeleon you could kind of guess that not only, um, you know, if you didn't, if you didn't use the flame that maybe Charmeleon has natural gas coming out of their mouth as well, or butane or propane to get that blue flame and mm. maybe some, I bet um, they don't brush your teeth. So there's probably some bacteria yes. doing some burping and gassing yeah. up in his mouth. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Do, do you ever have to, Oh, that's a question I have. Do you have to do, um, like, we have to brush Satchel's teeth. Do Pokemon trainers take care of... You know, in the lore, they don't often show, oh, today the I, husbandry. Got, I got bit trying to brush Pikachu's pelt. <laughs> but do you, do you feed them in their little shells or their little Pokeballs, or do you... They get fed food. Often, by who? Often uh, in the anime, they're eating the same human food. That doesn't seem healthy. So eating like rice and stuff. That doesn't seem... Maybe they're all on bland diets. Maybe. maybe. Anyway, so could be that there are different materials burning from Charmeleon's mouth that are different from those burning in their tail. But if we take apart those parts of the flame, then the blue and white flames coming out of Charmeleon's mouth could melt cast iron and stainless steel. Yowchies. Because those are the hottest ones. Of course, many other things as well, but those are really, really uh, high. Well, it gives me a good idea. Points. If it's going to burn steel, I don't think I'll be like, but what about flesh? Right. Yeah. If it can burn, if it can melt stainless steel, it's pretty hot. And then the yellow, orange, reddish flames from Charmeleon's tail could melt brass, bronze, aluminum, and copper. So when they use ember or fire spin or. When they use any of those mm -hmm. on someone in the the an it, in the game, it was always like, "Oh, they used Ember on you once. You're still okay. You're you're, you're to toast. You are worse than toast. Beyond toast. You are beyond toast. You are 
So you're telling me all parts of the flame will You are burn missing parts your... of your your body. Yeah. Woof. Yeah. That's I take it they don't warm. show that part in the yeah, Pokemon battle. No. It usually cuts the commercial <laughs> right about when they would get really, really burned. Do they burned. have Pokemon like skin graphs and things? You know, again, the lore doesn't get there. I assume <laughs> I they assume. must. I assume. Yeah. I assume. Um, so that is what I found out. Very, very hot flames coming out of Charmeleon's mouth. Still very hot, but not quite as hot flames coming out of Charmeleon's tail. Yowchies. What did you research, Camden? Well, I wanted to look into the namesake of Charmeleon, a chameleon. Okay. So I felt like I don't think there are other chameleon Pokemon. So this is my one and only chance. Had to make it count. Mm-hmm. Um, so my citations, Wikipedia, Mental Floss, Science Magazine, um yeah let's talk about chameleons Murray. what do you know about chameleons they change colors okay they change colors i'm gonna i'm just gonna roll with whatever you okay. are remembering about okay them. okay great uh what what allows them to change colors i don't think it's their oh i think is it their temperature is it temperature so this is a great one it's well, most people might think it's their surroundings that it's for camouflage, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and generally, it is not assumed that it is for camouflage. Okay, um, it is for usually for temperature. Yes, um, and you think about it. What in the summer here in the Midwest? Mm-hmm. What te- what clothes would you not walk outside in, or what color clothes? Black. Black doesn't stop me, but you shouldn't do it. And chameleons um, are reptiles. So, what does that mean? They are. Uh, getting their heat from the sun. Yeah, they're ectotherms. Ectotherms. We are endotherms. Our heat comes from inside us. Mm-hmm. Within. They, within. They need their heat from outside them. So mm-hmm. if a lizard or if a chameleon is too cold, it might change colors to a darker uh, pigmentation mm. to absorb more heat from the sun. That makes sense. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, they have these crystal-like structures in their skin, these pigments. Mm-hmm. That when they pack together, they become more dense and a darker color. And when they move further apart, the pigments reflect light in a different way mm. um, to change the color of their skin. So it's really just like changing the way that light reflects off of them. Um, by changing the shape of them? By changing how packed how close packed. Okay. the pigments okay. are. Gotcha. And that's about as specific as I want to get about how they change colors. <laughs> you could get more specific, oh, but that's... Oh, yeah. That's I as much as read you about guanine do. crystalline structures. I thought that's not for <laughs> that's today. a secret for old Camden. That's to just keep. for my brain to have read once <laughs> and forgotten. Uh, what else do you know about chameleons? They can move their eyes in two different directions yes. independently of one another. They have voluntary strabis- strabismus. That's my uh, that's my pseudonym, my nom de plume when <laughs> I write novels. Voluntary strabismus. Yes. I uh, mean, so that they can move their eyes independent of one each other, one another. Um, why would they do that? They want to be able to see all around them. Yes. And Margaret, when you need to see around you, what do you need to do? Turn my whole dang head. If you're a chameleon in the wild, why would you not want to move your head? it'll draw attention to me. Yeah. So moving their eyes allows them to see all around them without attracting attention, which I never, it makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I not really thought about why they do that like mm-hmm. why animal other animals don't do that not um, many no so it was thought there's some core cool research i found that they um move their eyes independently all the time just looking around mm-hmm. they will lock their eyes on a target right before they strike uh with their tongue 
Okay. Okay. So, so if you're a insect and all of a sudden a chameleon that's near you stops moving their eyes around yeah, and it's just, just staring at you. It does say in a millisecond. So I think there's not much time to unless process. you're real fast <laughs> and looking right at it. I don't think it matters that you see the little. Dunk. Okay. All right. Um, so yeah, that's cool. What else do we know about chameleons? They have prehensile tails. They do have prehensile yes. tails. Um, most of them have prehensile tails. What does that mean, Margaret? That they can use their tail to grab on to branches and things. Very good. To maintain balance. All right, you're on a roll. What other things do you know about chameleons? They have really well evolved feet to grip yeah. onto things. Yeah. Can you describe what their feet look like to people? I think they're two-toed. Three-toed? Two, yeah, four-toed. Two, two. But if you look really closely, they kind of look like they're clawed. Like they were, I think they're fused. Mm. But they look like on, I have to look if you're doing a Spock sign. Okay, yes. But then you are able to rotate uh, your middle or your middle and index finger like 180 degrees from your other finger. Yikes. So really oh, break yes. your fingers. Yes, it looks like they're making a, a peace sign sort of with their like, entire I foot. call it the Spock fingers. It's like That's they're fine. using, you know how you could Spock your hands and then climb branches. Mm-hmm. It's like that. Gotcha. Yes. I think it's pretty good now. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, so yeah they, they can really use that called, well to grip things yes it's called zygodactylus feet i see that from which uh, is my nom de plume your nom de plume zygodactylus feet <laughs> or zygo for short uh what else do you know about chameleons they I'm love get, it you can tell me when you want to when hit. don't know nope. you compliment uh, their intellect speaking of intellect where did you learn a lot of science as a kid school and magic school bus yes <laughs> why did i give you that hint liz liz uh what is liz how would you describe liz what is unique about uh, liz liz's appearance is miss frizzle's uh chameleon chameleon she kind of has a triceratops yes like they are, face if i remember correctly she's a three-horned chameleon okay. otherwise known as a jackson's chameleon so chameleons have horns or crests. So like you also see other dinosaurs that have sort of that like uh, crest. Like yeah. that. Well, what else? You, how to describe big, that? Big backwards hood. The big backwards hood. Yeah. <laughs> so chameleons have those. Uh-huh. Um, there's two other things. I sort of hinted at one already about when it makes eye contact with you. It's very good at you made a seeing. Mo- well, you made a... You talked about its ability to eat. Oh, tongue. Fast. Fast, fast tongue. tongue. Fast <laughs> tongue. Its tongue can extend twice its body length, at least. Wow. And it strikes at over 60 miles per hour in one one hundredth of a second. Which That's is moving fast. at the... Ex- I'll, I'll, I'll admit it. That's pretty fast. Uh, yeah, even you'll admit it. <laughs> yeah. It moves at the acceleration of over 250 Gs. The G's. The G's. Yeah, you. Nothing moves that That's fast. That's faster than Tom Cruise and Top Gun. Yes, very good. Gosh, uh, I love that movie. God, no, you don't. No, I don't. Uh, yeah, Sorry. and I learned that the smaller the chameleon, usually the faster its tongue. Um, do you but, know why that might be? Um, I mean, I think maybe it has something to do with just like the physics. Mm. Of being Less a really weight? big lizard, and if it moves so fast, it might like cause it to lose balance. I, don't mm-hmm. know. I mean, it's still moving super fast. Right. 
Wow. Um, but what do you know about once it, you're a little lizard and you go, Bloom, or you're a chameleon and you go, Bloom, and then it <laughs> hits something. Doesn't it have kind of like sticky substance on yeah. its tongue? Its saliva is 400 times as viscous or... I would say 400 times less watery than ours. It's very sticky. Ooh. So Ooh. it, if it stuck, if it hit you with it, it wouldn't have any reason to, but it would stick to your skin. I wonder how that would compare to say a post-it note. I think stickier. What about you thought you thought of strips. what's a really sticky substance <laughs> and went post-it note? Well, it releases. It's not gorilla glue. Sure. Um. Yeah, I think it's sticky than that. strips. I will have Less to look than. at viscous material. I didn't okay. get that far into my research. And the very last thing um, I looked at, which is kind of cool about it, uh, it has to do with its ability to when it is moving. Mm-hmm. What does it look like? Very slow. Yeah, and it, it also it does almost cool... is it's maintaining. From what I remember, like it's perfectly parallel with what it's climbing on. Yeah, and it sways back and forth. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Uh, so they rock back and forth. There are hypotheses for why it does this, but there are not. And this happens a lot in biology, so I don't want to disappoint people. But okay. when we talk about the evolution of why something does something, often it's not only for one reason. Yeah. There's a lot of, like, when you, people ask, like, why do humans stand upright? Like, it's not just there, one thing. It's not one thing. It did allow us to run long distances, but it isn't just one, often one reason. Mm-hmm. Um, so why, there are two major hypotheses as to why they rock back and forth when they move. I wonder if it's something to do with sight, if somehow it helps them focus even more because oh, you are good. owls will kind of rock their heads back and forth. Margaret's to, doing the impression. To, maybe you can tell from the way I'm sounding in the mic. Um, they will kind of cock their heads back and forth and kind of move their necks back and forth to focus better on their prey. Yeah. Am I good? Is that oh good? Oh my gosh. That was, yeah. that's so good. It's almost like you have a degree in this thing. I do. Um, a chameleon yeah. degree. <laughs> it helps improve their vision especially because they use one eye a lot mm-hmm. to be looking other directions. Mm-hmm. E- even if you have one eye, you can move your head back and forth um, to kind of get a judge of distance. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other one... I'm doing it now. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we'll see. And the final one, what, what might be the other idea as to why they do it? It's adorable. It's adorable, just like a leaf. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> Another idea they is that they sway back and forth to try to camouflage like a leaf. And they don't all live in trees, mm-hmm. so there's a thinking that it might not be in all mm-hmm. chameleons. Mm-hmm. But that's just another idea. Um, yeah, other little things about them: there's over 200 species of chameleons, and oh, wow. most of them live in over almost half of them live in Madagascar, the island oh, off of Africa, which okay. is cool. Um, the rest live in Africa, southern Europe, southern India, and sort of around those parts. But I didn't realize they were only like. Right there. Can I add a, um, and maybe you're going to say this. Can I add something? Yeah. Um, chameleons are often touted as really good pets. Yeah. But from what I understand, they are very difficult to care for. They are. They are very finicky. They don't, they don't survive very long no. in uh, captivity. So if you. Don't. 
I wouldn't. Just don't do it. Just they are very close. It. I learned their closest relatives are bearded dragons. Okay, yeah. No matter what pet you're going to get, do research to make sure they're not pulling it from the wild and that it's from somewhere reputable. And also, don't, 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 don't get a chameleon. Don't get a chameleon. Don't get a chameleon. That was what I was getting with. Were you really? Uh, yeah. Sorry. A lot. No, it's great. A lot of things in the world that we love, we can appreciate for where they exist. That's right. We don't need to bring them into, um, our, into our home care where we're not even experts. If you see them in a zoo, that's a little different. Those are people who are trained. And, and there's that's their teams whole of people thing. who work day and night with lots of money to ensure that their exact environment is replicated. If it's an accredited zoo and aquarium. If it's an accredited sure, zoo and aquarium. Make sure it's, it's AZA in America. Shout out to AZA. Uh, but yeah, don't just don't get a chameleon. Appreciate it for huh. what it is mm-hmm. and where it is. Yeah. Watch some YouTube videos of slow-mo chameleons catching insects. Thanks, Camden. That was great. Well, you ruined my birthday present for you. Just kidding. (laughs) Good one. (laughs) Thank you so much. All right. Well, it's time. What everyone has been waiting for, everyone, um, we are going to rate this Pokemon. Rate Charmeleon on a scale of zero Pokeballs to five Pokeballs on how real it is, whatever that means to you. Yeah. What do you think, Camden? Uh, you went first, so I'll let you go first this time. Oh, gosh. Uh, They've not been faring well. Our, I don't know what Charmander, why I rated Charmander as, but I feel like this has to be kind of the same as Charmander. It's just as It wasn't un- high. Realistic I don't know. No one's gotten a three yet. I'm going to say a two again. I think that's what I said for Charmander because, yes, there are elements of um, reptile or lizard-like components, but the main thing about Charmander, Charmeleon, is the fact that they can breathe fire or have fire erupt from their tails. And that is not at all realistic. So I, I'm going to go with a two. Well, in the science you brought in today, of they would end you yes. if they were in a Pokemon. And how would they keep that safely they, in their bodies? They, they, they couldn't. Yeah. They come out and they're like, Charmeleon, I choose you. They're like, okay, 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 okay. I, I have a Pikachu. I want him to live. My child is here at the park. We were going to fight Pokemon. Yeah, not I thought it would be two Jigglypuffs. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. Um, also, in the spirit of a chameleon, this thing is nothing. Nothing. Like, like a chameleon. Like a chameleon. <laughs> no. Why is it named well, Charmeleon? It kind of has the look of that. What kind of chameleon had the... The horn? Yeah, the horn. It has one horn. Yeah, kind of the look the look of that a little bit. A little bit. But I think it's mostly the char from the fire element. Yeah. It. Okay, it gets it for that. No, I'm not trying to talk you up or down. No, it... I just... Like, I think of Charmander was a salamander or... You know, comes from that name. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Charmeleon. Just like what? Give a different Pokemon. Allow it to change colors at least. Right. Like most people think of a chameleon being able to change color. That's how people use it colloquially. This thing can't change colors. One, man. Now. Oh one. Okay. Mad. One star. Okay. All right. So, two Pokeballs balls for realness from me. One. From Camden. One Pokeball. And that's Charmeleon. 
Well, thank you so much, as always, for listening. You can support our show and Don't Pee on Your Leg and other other scientific misconceptions by supporting us on Patreon. How how do we do that, Camden? Remember to go to patreon.com slash don't pee on your leg so you can support us and gain access to bonus content like next episode six about Charizard. Gotta Classify Em All is produced every other week with public episodes being published once a month. You'll get odd-numbered episodes on the public feed like this one, wherever you listen to your podcast, but the even-numbered episodes are just for Patreon members. So you gotta become a fan of the show to gain that bonus content. And if you can't support us financially right now, that is okay. We'll tell you in a second about... Oh, no, I'll tell you now, actually, about how to support us. I was like, what uh, bit are you going to? <laughs> uh, about how to support us in other ways, like you can leave us a really positive review on whatever platform you're listening on. You can tell your friends and your family, spread the word about us. We really appreciate that as well. Yeah, like us on social media pages, share our stuff, like, you know, yeah, just broadcast us out into your circles um you can find us on instagram at don't pee on your leg twitter at don't pee on your leg just the letter p and facebook at facebook.com slash don't pee on your leg gotta classify them all is a podcast produced by two birds one scone articles blog posts and more about what you can do every day to conserve our environment can be found at two birds one scone.org our original theme music is by riley taylor and camillo And if you have questions, comments, or you want to suggest something to us for future episodes, maybe there's a particular trait of a Pokemon that you want us to focus on, please email us at gottaclassify at gmail.com. Have Have a a great great week. week!